to Becky. Hi. Hi. Um, real quick. Uh-huh. Fuck, marry, or kill. Joe Exotic. <laughs> oh, no. Carol Baskin's first husband. Oh. Or Carol Baskin's second husband. Ah. <laughs> uh. Oh, that's a really good one. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna marry Carol Baskin's second husband. Yeah, he's real obedient. It's kind of weird. He, that guy is committed as fuck. Like, yeah, yeah. So him, I didn't mean obedient in a bad way. I meant like, like um, he, he's loyal as shit. Yes, that's more what I meant. Like, yeah. So I'm gonna marry yeah. him. I guess. I mean, he looks great in a tiger costume. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. lots of pros there. Um, I'm going to. I'm gonna fuck her first husband. He's rich, at least. Mm, yeah. All right. All right. All right. I'm killing Joe Exotic. Bye. Yeah. Okay. All right. What about you? What would you say? <laughs> um, you're right about the marriage. So Carol Baskin's second husband. I'm down for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I if you would fuck probably... Joe Exotic. I'm gonna be livid. <laughs> livid, <laughs> Rachel. Listen to me. <laughs> okay. Oh my Carol god, she's Baskin's clapping at me. First husband. It's already I'd feed him to the tigers, and he's already dead, so I'm not into, like, Okay, we're not taking... <laughs> and, <laughs> and honestly, I bet you Joe Exotic's down with some real kinky shit. So, like, it'd be interesting, at least. It would be a story. Well, and he's also really into, like, threesomes, so you'd probably have another person right. there. So that's something I, like, didn't... Like, at least it could be diluted with another person. Yeah. You could water that shit down. It wouldn't be so bad. Oh, God. Or, I mean, truly, if you just brought another dude in, you wouldn't even have to do anything. That's true. So, and I'm down with that. Like, I'll just watch. I'm totally okay. Like, that still counts, right? Yeah. It'd be a great story. So that's that's my fuck, Mary kill. Okay. All right. I have one for you. It's Game of Thrones edition. Oh, shit. Okay. All right. Tyrion Lannister. Okay. Jon Snow. Okay. And I'm hoping I do this right. who is the Khaleesi's main Jason Momoa's character is that Cal Drogo yeah him fuck Cal Drogo okay absolutely okay um I'd marry Tyrion I love Tyrion uh-huh and I'd kill Jon Snow because fuck him <laughs> <laughs> weak-willed little bitch <laughs> Okay, here's my thing. I'm very. I would marry Tyrion for sure because I yeah, think he yeah. would just be a great husband. Yeah. Um, I'm stuck on the other two though because here's why. I feel like Jon Snow is like would be a very attentive lover. But he fucked his aunt. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> I just can't. Like, I can't. I can't do okay, it. Okay, I, I probably agree with your answer then. And you cannot tell me that looking at Cal Drogo, you can't imagine the crazy like. And you wouldn't Come marry. On. You wouldn't marry. No, him. just just some... like a onesie and dunsie. Yeah, exactly. Jon okay. Snow fucked his aunt. We're done. He's canceled. Killed. <laughs> Killed. Sorry. <laughs> Dead him. <laughs> Dead him. Yeah, I just had to. I still am real fucked up over the Seth Rogen, Paul Rudd, and Jason. Uh, Siegel one though. <laughs> I know, I know that re- that one really wrecks me. I mean, I'm definitely. I don't know though. I bet, I bet Seth Rogen would be a great husband as well. 
I changed my answer. I think I would marry Seth Rogen. Yeah, I don't want to kill Paul Rudd. No, you kill wanna... Jason Segel. I'd kill Jason Segel. I mean, I love him. Don't get me wrong; he's funny as fuck. But like, I love Paul Rudd. Yeah. And but I would marry. I'd change my. I'd marry Seth Rogen. I feel like, so, and he would be really funny. He rolled an amazing joint. So like, that yeah, that's he applied true. to be Snoop Dogg's personal joint roller. So like, I'm down. That would be amazing. Wait, did you see? I know you follow Snoop on Instagram. Did yeah. you see his? He posted a picture of a GoFundMe. No, he posted a picture of a GoFundMe, and it literally it says, and his caption was like, "Help my nephew," and it was like, "Um, please donate to my GoFundMe because I'm sick of all you hoes." Oh my god, that is amazing! Oh my Which god, it's like really cute little like uh little like I think he's like a teenager, but like he already had forty five dollars in the. That's cute. That's so cute. <laughs> it was so Aww. funny, and I'm like, you know what? Me too, man. Yeah, same. Can I start a GoFundMe for that? Seriously. Oh, yeah. You had a couple um, good icebreakers for us. Yes, yes, I did. Um, so the first one was, what is, what was your favorite band in high school? Okay, so I, I, and I did not, like, have this aesthetic or anything of, like, the emo kid, but I fucking loved (laughs) emo punk music. Mm -hmm. I loved All Time Low, which is, Mm -hmm. like, a little bit, um, it's, like, softer, but I love- They count. I know. I know who they are. I ain't that old. Uh, <laughs> I'm like OG emo, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I loved Mayday Parade. Okay, I would get all up in my feelings with Mayday Parade on the yeah. daily, and I love Blink too. But yeah, yeah, there. Those are probably my top three. All right, what were yours? I was an emo child, so um, Senses Fail oh. was uh-huh. my all-time favorite. That's a good um, one. I saw them a couple times. I met them once. And then the one the one show, I got shoved at the front of the stage and Buddy grabbed my hand and I thought I was going to die. Oh my God. You're like, I'm never washing this hand yeah. again. Yep. I was real excited. Um, so I loved Senses Fail. Um, they were just my shit. And that's literally the only one I'm going to say because they were my absolute that, favorite. They're good. You know what I mean? They're good. Yeah. yeah. I, I loved them. all of them. Don't get me wrong. Like I listened to all that shit and got all up in my feelings and did the fucking dark eyeliner. I still do the dark eyeliner, but you know what I mean? And, oh, uh, Mayday Parade. I got, whenever I was pissed at like my parents or like yeah. my boyfriend, I got all up in the feels with Mayday Parade. Yeah. I really liked Hawthorne Heights too. Oh yeah. Ohio is for lovers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It's really <laughs> so cheesy, but I loved it. So, someone did. So fucking lame. Someone did. Um, I fall apart by post Malone over the beat for Ohio is for lovers. And it was the best thing I'd ever fucking heard. It fits so well. Wow. And I was like, why is this good? Like this, this slaps. This is great. Wow. Okay. So, yeah um but yeah okay and the next one is what is your earliest memory so my earliest memory that I've always and I I hope I'm I hope it's real I think it's real I'm pretty sure because I've gone through my life like knowing this is my first memory but um 
but I, I'm just questioning, like, how I would possibly remember this, because I was mm-hmm. so little. I was, like, three. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I still to this day think it is. So, when I was, when I was little, I, like, probably till age, yeah, like, three, four, um, but especially when I was, like, a baby who couldn't communicate, all I wanted was my dad at all times. Like, if I did not lay eyes on him, I, like, I was pissed. I was yeah. pissed. And, um... I and it was like so bad that like I I think my mom still is like a low key like ups not upset but she's just like I could not do anything for you like it had to be your dad <laughs> um so like it was really it was like really severe like I don't know what I would have done in her shoes but I remember at our the house that I was like my our first house that I ever lived in um I remember my dad like going somewhere in the car like. I want to say he literally was like going to the store, like something really just run of the mill, like a daily yeah. occurrence. And I get, I like, I remember being like on top, like on the couch, like looking over the couch, which like faced the window, um, like crying, watching him drive away. It, it's the most pitiful image. Because I swear he wasn't going anywhere like crazy, like like he was leaving. He was yeah. just. But like I, I feel every time like I didn't know where he was. It's like I thought he was gone. Now you know how every dog in America feels Dude. when their leaves. <laughs> yes, and it's like that. What is it? It's like that object permanence or something. Like yeah, little kids they think if it's not in front of their face, like it no longer exists. <laughs> People with uh, ADHD have that too, and it's a fun time. Oh shit! I never thought about that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I remember. You said yours is really twisted, so I'm excited. By the way, I'm drinking um Gangling Golden Pilsner like a fucking frat house frat boy because I, I ran mean, out of there's wine. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing no, wrong with it. It just feels like this is not like Yingling and DNA, but it is today. Today it is. Yep. Today it is. I mean, it looks good. It's it's very young. <laughs> Your little made it (laughs) It hints of hints of oak i don't know (laughs) it has hints of beer um (laughs) hops and barley yeah um i made my own wine slushies the other night and i forgot like with ice and not like a mix like i just ground up ice and dumped wine in it it actually worked really well have you tried that mix yet that uh no i was saving it for For a full day and yes for you to come and swim because it's as hot as satan's asshole outside it sure is um and we need to go swim and drink, so. Um, yeah, we can definitely make that happen this weekend. Anyways. Yes. yes. Um, now that you're all in on our plans. And now that you're, like, um, <laughs> all in on shit you don't care about, you're, like, skip, skip, yeah. skip, skip, skip. Yeah. Um, so my first memory is very, very morbid. Um, and it's probably why I'm so fucked up today. Um, oh, God. Is it about a dying dog? No, fuck no. Oh, God. You're like, it's oh. bad, but it's not that bad. <laughs> oh, it's bad. Don't get me wrong. But, like, dying dog is, like top tier for me so my great-grandmother died and her wish was to be laid out in her bed at home um, oh, like for, for a, a wake or whatever yeah for the for her wake it was to be laid out in her bed at home okay I was two okay I should not remember this I was like I couldn't have been more than two years old um and I remember walking up the steps to her bedroom and seeing her in the bed and I didn't understand what was going on at the time, you know, because I was two. But I remember seeing her, like, dead body laying there. 
and being like, what the fuck? Um, and for the longest time, I thought I dreamt this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't tell anyone. I know, anyone. like, you struggle if, to know if it's, mm-hmm. like, real. Like, I, I yeah. yeah. Like, I remember the way her bed looked. I remember every detail of that house and that room, like, walking up to it. And, um, yeah, so, like, and, and peeking around the corner and, like, walking up to the bed and looking at her and stuff. So, like, I remember all of that. And I thought it was a dream. And I never told anyone because I was like, that's fucked up. I'm not going to be like, hey, when great-grandma died, did I, like, go sit at her bed when I was a baby? And why do I remember all this? Well, uh, my my great-uncle Jim passed away who lived in that home. And um, we went up to gather my gra- my grandmother's artwork because there was a lot of artwork of hers up there because she was a painter. And I walked up the steps and I had full deja vu and remembered everything. And I was like, holy shit. And I walked up to the room and saw her bed, the same bed. Like, it was really creepy. And then I asked my dad, like, hey, did she get laid out in her bed? And he was like, yeah. He's like, you couldn't remember that. You were so little. And I was like, I remember every detail. So do, do you feel like like traumatized by that oh no 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 because i just think it's i find it like really like kind of beautiful in a way like i think it's kind of like i because you you have like a connection with like the other side a little bit like right yeah and i feel like maybe you are like connected to her somehow at that moment and that's why you remember I mean, it could have been, I could have been seeing her and not, you know, not the dead. Like, I just remember details I should not remember at two years old, you know? I mean, I think and... that's like, because I, I don't know. I feel like that's just sort of like the universe being like, you should remember this. Like, yeah. no, I think that's cool. But yeah, so I think that's also why I'm as morbid and like fucked up as I am. Because like my earliest memory is a dead body. Um. <laughs> or, or is it because you, you were born that way and that's why you remember that? Right, it, like, triggered that in me or something. Yeah, like, it, it's like a chicken or the egg thing, like. Yeah. I mean, because really, not long after that's when I started seeing, like, all the shit that I see. So well, maybe that's, maybe that was, like, just, like, your introduction to the to the other side. I don't know. That's really yeah. cool. I, <laughs> like, kids are so, kids are so hilarious sometimes about, like, about death. Like, <laughs> so when my... I have two very short stories and then I'll shut up, but you made me think of them because kids are fucking funny. Uh, Well, so my one little, my one cousin who's now like 14. So his, his parents um, are funeral directors and more and my, my cousin, his mom is a mortician. And so he was, he's always been like very familiar with death for a long time. They lived over a, a uh, funeral home, like in an apartment above it. So he's always been like that. So when he was probably like, I want to say three or four, he was going to um, a calling hours. That's what we called it where I'm from. I know a lot of people like, don't know what I'm talking about, but like a viewing awake, whatever. Yeah. Um, they went, they went to that. And, and my cousin was like, you know how you have to act at these, like, you you go up you you're quiet and you say I'm sorry for your loss like that's all you do don't do anything else just say I'm sorry for your loss <laughs> he goes up he goes up to the casket and peeks his little head into the casket and he goes I'm sorry for your loss like to- oh. <laughs> oh that's so precious <laughs> isn't that the funny like not oh. not to the family like just to the body <laughs> I'm sorry for your loss. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. Oh. 
And then That's so cute. Isn't that the cutest thing? Yeah. And then a couple of years ago when my when my grandmother died, that was like right around the time, um, very close to the time when that movie Coco came out. Yeah. Have okay. you seen that? It's so good. It's it's so really good. A, it's a cute it's a really cute movie. Um and my my cousin's little baby who was just probably like probably like three or four, um, she kept saying like oh she's in skeleton land like she like these kids are so comfortable with like yeah like they're not scared like and it's fine if you if they are like i'm not saying they have but some of them are so like resilient and like there's it doesn't scare them they just yeah they just see it for what it is and it's like i don't know i think it's so fucking cute i i think at that age you're not taught to fear it yet you know what i mean yeah you're probably the same with like ghosts like i think most little kids have seen ghosts and because they don't know oh shit i'm not supposed to be able to see that they're open to the plane more exactly they're they're way more open yeah to receiving that yeah right so yeah oh that's so cute now i have uh the song from coco stuck in my head so thank you i'm sorry for your loss that's so cute so cute your loss of life oh my god yeah i'm sorry that your life left your body That shit was oh. so fucking funny. Yeah, that's cute. Um, okay. Anything else we need to cover? Oh, um, Jeremy from the Bad Guy podcast. Shout out to the Bad Guy podcast. Shout out to uh, say hello to the Bad Guy. Uh, tried your mayonnaise and grilled cheese uh-huh. recipe uh-huh. and said that it was very good. It was fire, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I had full intentions of doing that before this show, but I was rushing around and didn't get a chance. So you gotta I gotta try update. it, man. I believe in that more than pickles and peanut butter. So, um, okay. So background: Rachel's husband. They were having a conversation about peanut butter pickle sandwiches and rachel's like have you had this and i'm like that's fucking disgusting no mm-hmm. i tell mm-hmm. my fiance about it and he's like oh i'll try it like so he didn't try it on the sandwich he tried like a pickle chip with like a sl- let me be clear it wasn't a pickle chip he had a whole fucking fork full of pickles oh oh it was mul- <laughs> you're right it was multiple and it was like a giant glob of peanut butter and he ate that like and oh and he Mm -hmm. was like it's really not that bad (laughs) yeah he's like it's pretty good and then rachel's bitch ass without my consent was like (laughs) i'm going to the store and to get pickles and then you're trying this and i'm like what the fuck did i do to you and listen this is ride or die and if i was gonna die eating fucking peanut butter and pickles you were going down with me i don't know what to tell you and i kept telling her i'm like that's disgusting and then she's (laughs) like and then a little bit later she's like okay i'm back don't flake on me and i'm like don't flake on you (laughs) i never agreed (laughs) i didn't even fucking agree to this and it was disgusting it was very not good like if it was literally the last thing that I had on earth to eat, like I was going to starve or I had a gun to my head, sure, I'd eat pickles and peanut butter sandwich, but not just for funsies. I would probably just eat the peanut butter and bread and then eat the pickles separately. Yeah. Peel that shit off. Yeah. Yeah. That, mm-hmm. So that so, was gross. Um, yeah, no, thank you. Don't try that because it's foul. Or let us know if you're one of the freaks who like it. If you're one of the freaks who like it, um, unsubscribe, psych. I'm just kidding. You can no, please, 
No, please, please stay in love. Please stay. Please stay in love. (laughs) But just know that I am silently judging you. (laughs) All right. Do you have a story for me today? Uh Uh-huh. I do. Okay. So, this is the case of Elizabeth Ann Roberts. Um, I got my information from an article on the Seattle Times. Um, by Sarah Jean Green. Um, that wasn't a mouthful or anything. Sarah Jean Green. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, and this is a very recent, very recent story. So hang on to your hats, you cool right. cats and kittens. All right, Carol. Hmm. That bitch, Carol Baskin. Oh, did I send you the picture of the uh, cakes that they sell at Walmart now? No. Yeah, so uh, I Wait, will save send that it to you. padded room. Save that for padded room. Okay. Yep. Totally fine. Remind okay. me to send it to you, though. Okay. So, all right. In 1977, residents of South Everett, Washington, were out picking berries on a rural road when they found the body of a 17-year-old girl. Until June 16th of this year, her remains had never been identified. Mm-hmm. Um, the murderer was found to be David Roth, and that was found back then so that's been known he he did his time um more on that later uh the so he was, was found to be david roth um he confessed to killing a hitchhiker that he picked up on the on the highway he strangled her in the front seat of his car dragged her from the vehicle and emptied his rifle clip into her head after she refused his sexual advances Roth spent 25 years in prison before his release in May 2005. What That's all f- he got? Yep. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. So that pissed me off. He's a fucking violent predator and he admitted to it. Like, why is he get? Why is he not getting life without the possibility? Like, that doesn't make any sense. It wasn't premeditated, though, was it? I mean... It's not like he was like, I'm going to kill this girl. He probably thought that he was going to be able to have sex with her and let her go. I mean, he picked her up, strangled her in the car, like in the front seat. Maybe thought, maybe thought that he wouldn't end up killing her, but I don't know. Fuck that. I was just trying to like speculate as to why he didn't get life. That was all. Bullshit. Is he white? Probably. Oh yeah, he is. He is. Okay. Because I have a picture. Um... Roth allowed the detectives to question him after his release, hoping that he'd remember something to help them identify her before he died of cancer on August 9th, 2015, the 38th anniversary of her killing. Um, Detective Jim Scharf has been working on the cold case since 2008. He called the girl Precious Jane Doe. He said, this young girl was precious to me because her moral decision from her proper upbringing cost her her life, Scharf was quoted as saying in the news release. I knew she had to be precious to her family, too, so I had to find them. We needed to give her name back to her and return her remains to her family. So I just want to say I do have a little bit of an issue with how he said that, like her moral decision not to have sex with him cost her yeah. life i don't like that no because here's the thing if she had given in and it saved her life there's nothing wrong with that exactly. there's literally nothing wrong with that you do what you have to do to fucking survive to live yeah. yeah so i do have i i have a big problem with how he phrased that um it may not have been intentional but i still find it um not great so anyway 
Um, yeah, because if you have to, I don't, if you have to kill someone in or that's about to kill you, you fucking do it. I mean, yeah, you do yeah. what you have to do. There's, I, and it also just, it gives even more of a stigma to rape victims, and I just hate that. I really like, do. Yeah, she's not some, like, she's not some, like, and even if she was, like, I just, you know what I mean? Like, but I mean, I mean to say, like, she's not some savior because she didn't have sex with him and then died. I mean, it's tragic and horrible, but yeah, if she had decided otherwise and then lived, I mean, I would have rather her be alive. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm not absolutely. like she didn't, she didn't do anything wrong. It's just like, no, 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 no. But, but just saying it in that way is kind of, it's, it's not kind of fucked up. It's really fucked it's, up. It's like, gross. It's gross. Yeah. Um, so identifying the Jane Doe is the second case that Scharf has solved using genetic genealogy, using DNA to build a person's family tree and identifying a suspect or crime victim. The practice is very controversial with some scientists and ethicists, um, expressing concerns about law enforcement identifying suspects through the DNA of relatives. It's the same technique that led to the arrest of Joseph James D'Angelo, the um, now admitted Golden State Killer, in April of 2018. Um, so yeah, I don't know how I, I've been thinking about that. I don't know how I feel about it. I think that maybe when you do the G, the DNA test, like, you should, like, you should get to check a box mm-hmm. about whether or not you consent to that. Like, consent to have your DNA used for those purposes. Does that make sense? Yeah, but, like, who wouldn't consent to that? Like, if somebody that I, I like, one of my relatives murdered someone, I don't fucking care. Use my DNA to get them. Yeah, no, I I think that people should just have their eyes open to it. Oh, and there goes the dogs. Oh, Sorry, puppies. one second. That's okay. They agree. They, they're like, I concur. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't see anything wrong with it as long as people just, like, have their eyes open to that being a possibility. But I think it's in the fine print. And if, and if I don't know. If that's the case, then that's, I'm yeah. trying to remember, because truthfully, I didn't read all the fine print, and but I should have. I don't know that the fine, it sh- maybe shouldn't be in the fine print, though. Like, it should be, like, it should be, like, you expressly agree but then again, it's legal to go and take DNA from a family member and say you're trying to identify a dead body when really you're trying to identify the killer. I mean, yeah, I don't, so, that's not right either. I'm just saying, no. like, I'm trying yeah. to file, like, how I feel about it. No, no, I know. I'm just trying to, like, compare, you know what I mean? Like, for me to work through that, I have to compare it to other things, like, that are just as fucked up. I'm so. mostly, I don't, I really don't even think it's fucked up. I just think that people should know how their, how their DNA is being used. How their DNA is and if it's in yeah. the fine print, that's like at least they're saying it but honestly i don't know and i'm gonna look into that more because i feel like it probably is in the fine print it probably is i just think like maybe do they what dna test did they take um i, I think this one references ancestry and 23 and me i don't think it specifies okay continue i'm gonna look some shit up okay um Buried in an unmarked grave at a local park in Ever- park in Everett, Washington, uh, the girl's remains were exhumed after the case was assigned to Scharf and were examined by Dr. Kathy Taylor, the state forensic anthropologist who works in the King County Medical Examiner's Office. 
Originally, it was thought that the victim was a 25 to 35 year old woman, but but Taylor determined she was much younger, likely 16 to 19. Um, and then they find they do find out she was 17. So good job, Doctor Kathy Taylor. Um, yeah, I think that's so badass. Mm-hmm. Um, in 2017, Sharf contacted Barbara Ray Venter in North California, Northern California, and asked her to work on the case. Ray Venter is the director of investigative genetic genealogy at Gene by Gene, a DNA testing company in Texas, and a member of a volunteer investigators of volunteer investigators called Firebird Forensics Group, which I think is fucking awesome. Yeah, that's <laughs> like really cool. A volunteer organization. That's so that's so sweet. Um so Ray Venter said that there wasn't any useful DNA in the early samples from the remains. Um, so she then asked Richard, um, he goes by Ed Green, an assistant pr- professor of biomolecular engineering at the University of California, Santa Cruz, for help on it. Um, these two had helped a New Hampshire um, study or a New Hampshire case. Um, they helped the authorities identify a woman and three young girls found in barrels in a state park in a what? case. I know we got to do this one in yeah. a case that's been come to know been known as the bear bear brook murders using okay. the victim's hair. So like uh, they had success there. So Ray Venter um, enlisted Green's help on this one too. And she said that Green works with like with samples as old as like prehistoric times, like dinosaurs and bisons and shit. What? Holy shit. Anyway, sorry, just to go back to that. 23 and me further you this is in their private their terms and conditions mm-hmm. further you acknowledge and agree that 23 and me is free to preserve and disclose any and all personal information to law enforcement agencies or others if required to do so by law or in the good faith belief that such preservation or disclosure is reasonably necessary to comply with legal processes um essentially it's saying that they can do they can do whatever the fuck they want i mean like I don't, I don't see a problem with that. My, my bigger problem with that case that you had the one time is that they lied. Yeah. 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 Like I just was saying for this one, they, they actually do do state it. And yeah. And I mean, yeah, it's on, it's on you. Like you're giving your DNA, like you, you're, you should read it. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, continue. Sorry. That's fine. Yeah. I definitely didn't either, but, but I also like, but I would, yeah. If you think that someone is this heinous rapist and murderer then yeah yeah and if they're not great (laughs) right um okay so ray venter and green seek out to like solve this shit um something really strange about this case is that the jane doe's scalp wasn't buried with her body for some reason i think that's very odd um and so so it sat in the sheriff's evidence room for decades um, and it provided very old but pristine hair samples for testing. Um, okay. I know, I'm like, what? Um, yeah. So historically, it's been believed that DNA can't be extracted from hair without a root. But when a hair shaft is growing, the cells go into, um, it, it's a it's a cell death. It's, it has a technical term, I'm not going to go about saying it, but it's like a, a programmed cell death. So during that process, the nuclear DNA from the cell, it gets chopped up in little pieces, is what Ray Venter says. 
and it's only 45 base pairs long. The point is that the available technology only works on a minimum of 200 base pairs. So it like doesn't have enough genetic material, it sounds like. Um, so I think what they're trying to say with that is like that hair sample is not going to work. So they had to use a different strategy to try to like piece together the DNA to figure okay. out who she is. Um, so Green has a new, uh, uh, uses a new method that Ray Venter calls totally revolutionary. It involves aligning genetic markers to spots where they should be on the human genome and generating a unique DNA profile. Okay. So from there, Ray Venter set out to work on building the Jane Doe's family tree. Um, with the surgeon people using commercial DNA testing companies like Ancestry and 23andMe, who have voluntarily uploaded their DNA profiles to uh, GED Match, um, is, which is a public genetic genealogy website, there is now a massive data bank of DNA profiles to compare unknown DNA to. So there are 600,000 to 800,000 mutations in human DNA. And if you share, if you have a lot of these in common with someone, you're probably related, is what Ray Venter says. So um, because of Ray Venter and Green's technique, the Snohomish County Medical Examiner's Office was able to identify the remains. Um, So she had been born Elizabeth Ann Elder in 1959 in Hood River, Oregon, after being adopted at age two, her last name was changed. So they were able to trace, obviously, her birth name. Right. But, and that's usually, like, the big, uh, the big challenge. But in this case, they ended up needing to know what her adopted name was. Right, okay. So, like, I thought that was crazy, because, like, they get this far, and then they can't then they yeah. can't figure that out. But what they have to do is basically consult like adoption records. Um, so it took a couple weeks to do that, but uh, the detective, um, uh, a major, oh, okay. So yeah, the detective received the call at the time of this article one week before. So this this happened on like, um, this happened like on the 16th of, of June. So he received the call from the Oregon County Authority's vital records, obviously where the adoption records would have been, um, and was given Robert's adopted name. Um, he found out that Robert's mother died several years ago and his father is now 82. So what they ended up finding out was that um, she went she went by the name of the first name of Lisa. I, I, that's not clear why she did that, but she, she went by that a lot, and she grew up with her adoptive parents in Roseburg, Oregon. She was reported missing by her father on July 25th of 1977. A couple weeks later, she called home um, from Everett, Washington, and her parents begged her to come home. She said she'd think about it. Robert's parents sent her money, um, like wired her money to a local bank, uh, but she never showed she never showed up to get it. So then um, it was found out that Roberts was strangled with a bungee cord and shot in the head and face seven times with a rifle, making her unrecognizable. According to the release um, and news accounts of the case, 
she was killed August 9th, 1977, and her body was found five days later. Um, in this isn't that relevant, but in the 11300 block of Fourth Avenue West uh, out there in, in Everett, uh, Washington. So, my question is that, like, why couldn't they use dental records? Was that not a thing back then? She was shot in the head, right? Oh, so maybe it was all da- it was damaged. Yeah, in the face. Yeah, that's true. Um. So at present, her father plans to hold a memorial service for his daughter with members of both her adopted and biological families and bury her uh, near Hood River, where members of both families are interred. Um. The detective said she's got her name back and she's going to go back home. Isn't that, so sad. isn't that crazy? That's so sad. I thought that one was so crazy, too, because it's, like, the fact that she was adopted added, like, this other, this other wrench. Yeah. This other barrier. Yeah. Did they say why she ran away? Not that it matters. I was just curious. It, the, it just kind of vaguely said, like, that she had some kind of argument with her parents. Okay. Um. But it didn't really expressly, like, say the reason. Okay. I was just curious. Um, yeah. That's super fucked up. Yeah. And um, I just, it just, it blows my mind all the time, like, the sentence that these people get. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't, I do think that he had picked her up. To, just like, just in, wanting sex. Yeah, and probably thought, I mean, like, this was, what, the 70s, right? Mm-hmm. I and mean, that's not that uncommon. Hitchhiking. Yeah, around, and, like, you know in I mean? that area where they were, like, that's, like, prime Bundy time. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just thinking, like, she she probably, he probably picked her up and thought, oh, she'll probably have sex with me, whatever, and they got pissed when she said no. Maybe. So it wasn't, it was probably not premeditated, and that's probably why he didn't get as much, I mean, it's a very horrible, violent crime. Mm-hmm don't get me wrong but like and that's still way too short of a sentence did he ever kill anybody else see that's what i'm trying to like to refresh my memory if he did i don't i i read that article really thoroughly and i don't when you type in her name there's another girl by the same name who went missing in 2018 the exact same name what yeah and from florida elizabeth ann sorry where was it elizabeth ann roberts Really? Mm-hmm. So it comes up, because I was just trying to find, like, pictures and stuff, because I like to know, you know, like, yeah, that's really weird. That's super weird. Um, um, yeah, I guess you're right, because this does, this article does say he was, he was picking her up under the pretense of giving her a ride once she was in the car asked her to have sex with him when she said no then strangled her and shot her so yeah i mean I so guess... maybe that's what he meant by her morals like still again there's nothing wrong with having sex with whoever the hell you want to have sex with as long as it's consensual i just want to be clear about that there is nothing wrong with that as long as it is consensual and they are of legal age um but i think maybe that's what he meant by her moral like she didn't just I still get, fucked up. I get what, what he meant. I just am like, yeah, you probably just shouldn't have really said that. He shouldn't have. No, it was, it's fucked up. It is yeah. definitely fucked up. 
um I just want to see if he killed any like I just want to know the rest of his criminal history I know I'm wondering that too but I don't think he I didn't see any but it's like he had to have I'm I don't know there's a first there's a first time for everything but like yeah you just think he's had to have done more shit than that and I guess he could have just snapped that day. It's I guess. not okay, but like yeah. you just think you just think that I wonder how how old was he whenever he killed her? Mm, I didn't I didn't find that out. But he was 82. Right or no? I want to say he was in his 80s when he died and that was in 2015. So he was 20. Okay. He was only 20? Yeah. Jeez. Oh, I yeah, you're found... right. I just found that, too. Yep, he was 20. Did he wow. gave her a peacock feather? What the fuck? I thought that he would have been, like, some creepy old dude. Well, he was probably some young dude who's not He's used to being told no and got pissed off. Creepy young dude. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Imagine being those, those, uh, those berry pickers who come across that body. Holy shit. Uh, and it sounds like she was so brutalized, like, you di- you couldn't even tell, like, you couldn't even you, obviously, like, you couldn't tell who she was. Like, she was that, right. that beat, beat up. Did you see the clay reconstruction? Because it's rough. I saw, I saw, I, this is the one that I see. Nope. Let me oh, just, God. let me just give you this horror show. How could anyone identify her with this? She looks like an old lady with a babushka. Oh my god. Wait, it's not like focusing right. Hold it back a little bit. <gasps> that is horrifying. That's what I mean. Like, I understand. I'm not saying I could do any better. I'm truly not. I understand this is difficult. No, Rachel, that is horrifying. But, like, that's like, how could you ever identify her? Mm. Wait, it looks like we're on the same website. What? Am- Why did I not Harold? see that? Yeah. Scroll down. Is it all the way down? I don't see that. What the hell? Ew, that is that is horrific as fuck. It doesn't even look like her, and that's so sad because that it doesn't makes you look think, like, like a person. No, not at all. The drawings are really good. The drawings are good, yeah. Oy. I want to, we gotta post, we gotta post that picture. That's, I just like, and I don't mean to make light of it or make fun at all. I just like, I truly don't understand the clay models. Like, I understand what they're trying to do, but But some of them are so bad. They don't even look human. No, that one doesn't look human. That one looks real scary. Like, how could you identify her when, especially when they put like a bandana around her head and like, okay, I think I'm like, oh yeah, I found it. Do you see what I mean? Like, it's very weird. I just don't understand the drawings. Please just stick to the drawings. Just stick to the drawings. Oh my god. Ah! I see that thing in my nightmares. And it's not not the real person, so like, I'm not being insensitive. I'm saying that that fucking reconstruction is horrifying. It's a really bad reconstruction, and that makes me think, like, it makes me very sad, because it makes me think of how many terrible reconstructions are out there and, the, and be... like the cases are botched as fuck. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And that just adds to it. I understand you can't re- rebuild a facial structure, but like at least put a little bit of effort in. Like that looks like a 7-year-old woman. 
it, it looks like a demon from hell. It's just not okay. That's mm-hmm. not okay. That did not do her justice, and it would have never no. fucking got her found. The The drawings are great. Yeah, the drawings are beautiful. They're very well done. They are, yeah. Wow. Oh, here. Um, here, I found out why she ran away. Oh, okay. Uh, her father told the detectives that Lisa's front teeth got chipped in band class when another student hit her flute while she was playing. About a week before she went missing, her parents confronted her about a bag of marijuana found on the lawn. I think I did. I vaguely remember reading something about about the, the devil's lettuce. Yeah. How dare you? How dare ye? Oh, that that's so tobacco. That's so sad. That and it's like really it's, And he's probably so heartbroken over even confronting her about that. You know what I mean? Like But it's not. Like that's that's your parents' job to give you yeah, shit about it is. Like, it is. It absolutely is. Oh. Oh my gosh, I just found I just found that her biological father, Stanley Elder, his new wife and three of Lisa's biological brothers died when their car plunged into the Columbia River in 1970. Holy shit. Damn. And it just makes you think this poor girl probably had so much trauma beyond, you know, like oh my god, my heart breaks for her. Well, yeah, she was adopted at two and then I did read that part of like the DNA they put together were of her half siblings. And it made it sound like it made it sound like one other one half sibling had been adopted, but like the mom did care for some of those half siblings, like the yeah. biological mom, but then gave her up. So I don't, I don't know. Like it does sound like there's a lot going on there. Yeah, yeah, that's just <sighs> that's heavy, dude. Hitchhiking is no good, and this is why this is why I find it so hilarious. When, like, boomers are like, back in my day, this didn't happen. I'm like, bitch, it happened. It happened. You just never identified the fucking bodies. You didn't identify the bodies. There wasn't a 24-hour news cycle. Yeah. That, like, there wasn't social media. Like, this shit happened. You were just oblivious. Yeah, you just had no idea. So if you want to be accurate, just say, we didn't have the media back then. Or just say, I didn't know about this stuff. Fucking but it, ridiculous. It happened. Like, that's, I think now, like, People talk about, like, helicopter parents, and I think those do exist. Like, I think there are parents that are super extra. Oh, yeah. But there are also parents that are just like, I just don't want my kid, like, fucking being alone in the house for six hours and, like... Yeah. And, like, getting to just roam the neighborhood with all these fucking weirdos out here. Like, I think they're... I think a lot of parents now are just, like, less naive. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly... Like, we don't live behind a veil of... You know. Yeah, people were naive as fuck back then. And not at all in this case, because she ran away. Like the parents yeah. couldn't find her. But like there are there are parents that just think that their kids can like roam the earth and never get harmed, and I don't understand that. Yeah, I I just don't don't get that at all. Rachel's like, that's why I have dogs. That's why I have dogs, yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I'm glad that they identified her. I know. And I thought I thought it was so touching that it said like there are members of her biological family who yeah. are also like that are also going to the memorial. Like I think that's yeah. so sweet. Yeah, that's very nice. Cuz they played like the biological stuff played like a huge role in finding, in finding. her. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And now they'll all have closure. So 
that, and I, oh, it's like heartbreaking that the mom, the adoptive mother, like mm-hmm. died before she could know, and that that's like and the father's yeah is old and like had to go all his time without yeah. without knowing. I mean, you you know that they figured that she was dead. I'm sure, but they yeah. just never knew yeah. what happened. It's just so sad. Huh. Well, that was good. It was very recent. It's so recent, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, oh did you my s- god. I'm oh, looking right now. At the tiger cakes. Did you see this in the flesh? In the flesh at Walmart. GTFO. That's very clearly a nod to Tiger King. The fucking tiger on the box has a blonde mullet and is wearing a fucking oh, crown. Absolutely. And the kitten cakes? It's a blonde tiger with, a flower. with flowers in her hair. Like, yeah. Oh my god. Wait, who who makes these? Is it like Hostess? I don't know. I don't, I don't remember. It's on the box. I just don't remember. It doesn't look like, I don't see a brand. I just see the original cake bites. All the cake um, in just one bite. <laughs> cake, 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 cake. Give me a second. I'm, I know there's a thing. I'm shook. I gotta find it. It's falling out. Oh, come on, phone. Don't do this to me. Where are these at? Walmart. Walmart. Shocker, shocker. They look pretty uh, tasty. Yeah, I think the company literally is called the Original Cake Bites. <laughs> do they have like other cake bites? Like these are the only cake bites I've ever seen in my fucking life. Wow. And they hopped on that Tiger King train real fucking quick i'm i'm sure wow i'm i'm shook yeah yeah so um i had a couple other things i wanted to talk about real quick go for it um do so i told you about those kids who were randonauting and found the dead bodies in suitcases on the beach right yeah okay i mean pretty much everyone should know about that a couple kids in in i think it was seattle um were randonauting so i went over what randonauting was yeah i don't think um, you told me about this though so they were randonauting they found suitcases on the beach and they thought maybe there'd be like money in the suitcases because you know i wouldn't i mean i would automatically assume dead body but a naive child would probably think oh money so they opened up the suitcases and they said the smell hit them and they were like oh fuck no that's dead body so they called the cops the cops came confirmed that it was dismembered bodies in these suitcases on the beach well, they just identified the, the couple, like it's a couple that um they were shot to death and then dismembered and crammed into the suitcases. Holy shit. Yeah. I'm scared to try this because I'm afraid it's going to like lead me to another dimension. Yeah. I like, I keep reading all these horror stories and I was like, I, I don't know. It, it says like you can slip into the wrong timeline and like bad shit happens. And I'm yes, like, cool, that, maybe you, that's what happened and why I sliced my thumb. You off. told me that you you said that last week, and I'm like, holy fuck, like this shit is like not a joke. Yeah, I deleted the app because I was like, eh, I just I'm not fucking with it right now. You're like, this is too much for my psyche, and but then people are going in the woods and they're finding like jars people have left. But no, like some of this shit's like witchcraft shit. Like you can't, like they're touching like sour jars and shit like that people have placed in the woods and like fucking up like their rituals and shit. And I'm like, Uh. so yeah, it's real fucked up. Anyway, so I just wanted to mention that they did identify them um, and their names uh, are uh, Jessica Lewis and Austin Wenner. 
and they haven't figured out who killed them yet. Um, it's a very sad story. Um, that is insane. Yeah, it's really messed up. And then in my hometown, I'm real mad about this. Some people were kayaking or swimming or some shit, and they stepped on what they thought was a really big clam shell. And I'm like, mm, okay, why would you step on a clam shell in the Connemaw River? But whatever. And um, <laughs> it was the top of a skull. <gasps> yeah. Oh, so not a clam shell. Uh, clam not shell. Not a clam shell. In the river. Yeah, in the river. Um, it was the top of a, like a skull, and um, it was. They haven't identified anything yet. It looked very old. Um, but the police came and took it and I don't know anything else, but I will keep you updated because I'm very intrigued by this case. Um, um what, that's all. Did they identify them with DNA? Well, it's literally just the top of the skull. Okay. So. Cause you could totally do that. Yeah. So I don't know like what they can get out of the skull. It's, there's no hair. There's no anything else. It's literally just like a skull cap. Damn. So, so yeah, so that, that happened. Um, (laughs) yeah, so, so there's another crazy hometown story. I'll keep you all updated on. Um, yeah. So, all right. What do you have for padded room? Um, so I have kind of like a more serious padded room. So I hope you have something that's not so serious. I mean, I have a TV show and then I have animals, so. Okay, great. Perfecto. Um, so I am doing, I decided I wanted to, I'm really, really trying to be, like, active in, like, anti-racism work. Yeah. Um, and I decided I'm going, to, I, I was like, what can I, like, do that actually, like, matters? Because I, I, I donate as much as I can, but, like, we're not all fucking, like, we don't have money yet coming out of our asses. So it's like, I'm trying to do that. But also, I know that that's not realistic for me to do constantly. Yeah. Um, so what I am doing is there is a 30-day course, quote-unquote course. I mean, it's nothing it's nothing difficult or time-consuming at all. But it is from, um, so if you, her Instagram is rachel.cargill. Um, okay. And she, she's, a, she's an activist. She's a writer. Um, and she just has all these really great resources that either she has made or that she's that she uses and shares and she also she has this project called the great unlearn um in the description and that's that's literally the instagram handle is the great unlearn and um it's her description is a community of everyday human beings committed to curiosity for what is possible in the world monthly self-paced syllabi curated by rachel cargill um and it's basically like 30 days of reading, reading things or watching things or doing things that are making, that are designed to like help people understand and move forward with the Black Lives Matter movement. So I just started it yesterday. The first video, the first uh, day was just watching a video about how to be, how to position yourself as an ally. And it was okay. really, really helpful. It was like three minutes long. Um, yeah, I haven't done the one today. I think it's, I think it's reading an article, but I think it's really cool. And if anybody is interested in doing this kind of thing, I think she's a great person to start with. And she's, a, she's a black woman herself. That's important to me. Is like that it needs it. 
a lot of the stuff needs to be, or if not all of it, needs to be from black people themselves. Not to say we can't learn from each other as white people, but, like, I think a lot of it, like, we can't ignore that part. So, yeah, if anybody else um, is interested in that, I think it's important. Yeah, it's very important. Um, Definitely post that so that everybody can check it out. Sure will. I think that's a great idea. Um, so I was just going to give you another show recommendation. Ooh, yeah. So that you have something else to binge. I need something else to binge. And I think we talked about it already, but I just started watching it again because I cannot get emotionally invested in another TV show right now. So I like watching the old shows that I watch over and over again. Uh-huh. Um, Black Sails. Black Sails. Black Sails. Uh, it is a prequel to Treasure Island. I know I've talked about this before on oh, the show. Oh, yeah, you have. Um, lots of amazing pirates and just really fucking cool. So watch it. You'll like it. If you liked Game of Thrones, this isn't like fantasy. A lot of this is like based on true people. Um, like Charles Vane was an actual pirate. Um, like they, they cover, like uh, Anne Bonny was a real pirate. She was a real human. So like, it's based on like real stories and stuff, but it is a prequel to treasure Island. Um, and it's very beautifully done. And I just want you to watch it so that we can talk about it. Cause <laughs> <laughs> I have feelings and I need to talk to somebody about it. Okay. So All right, please cool. watch it. Hey, what um, do you think that my Joe would like outlander or is it girly? It's not girly. There is, Lots of, like, action and war and, like, battles and shit. But it is romance. Um, Heavily? I don't... What's heavily? You know what I mean? Like, it for... That's a big... There's some romance and and stuff, like, in Game of Thrones. More? No. Probably not. Like, the whole... The whole... Let me just give you the tiniest spoiler which you can find in the fucking description of this show okay. she travels back in time she's married to someone in this time okay, okay like I, in her I normal knew, time yeah okay travels back in time and essentially falls in love with somebody else oh weird okay so but it doesn't immediately happen let me just be clear about that like it's not like it, it happens over time okay where do i watch it um it's on stars so if you want my Hulu, you can watch it on there. Is that all it's on? Yeah, it's on Stars and Hulu because it's a Stars TV show. But I'll oh wait, my Hulu. do you have to have Hulu Live? No, I oh, just pay I... extra for Stars. Okay, I have I have Hulu. Yeah, so I pay extra to like have the Stars. Oh, edition. got it, got it. Okay, okay. Well, so I've been thinking that might be. Perhaps... Oh, I love it. Please watch it so we can talk about it. There's lots of really. <laughs> You're really, like, just watch uh, everything that I watch. Just watch everything, <laughs> please, so I can talk to somebody about it. Because Joey won't watch it, so he won't. Not watch. that he won't. Not that he won't watch it. I just don't have the patience to watch one episode at a time with him because he has very limited time to watch TV shows. Well, plus if you're so, already like through it, yeah, then yeah. like you'd have to go back to the beginning. Probably, I have no issue with that. Okay, fair enough. But. Yeah, F is for it. you gotta watch F is for family. So Terry, Terry sent me the video of the kid that you said your cat sounded like. 
<laughs> and I was like, I would fucking die. I would be the dad, like flipping the fuck out, like just shut the fuck up. <laughs> it, it, wait, but, but you know what, guy? You know what, kid? Yes. And you yeah. know what? And you know what? <laughs> yep. I would lose my fucking mind. I could not, dude. It's it is so funny. I bet. Yeah. Your, I bet your dad. When was your dad? Like, what year was your dad born? Forty eight. So then he would have been. He would have been close, close-ish. 48. Okay, so he would have been, like, in his 20s, like, when this show was going out. Because it's, like, it's based in the 70s. Okay, yeah. So I feel like your dad would like it. I feel like, yeah, it's just fucking hilarious. I'll have to watch it. And they're, like, super short episodes. They're, like, 20-minute episodes. Am I going to get emotionally invested? That is the question. Um, Do you want to be emotionally invested? No. Oh, no, because it's just, like, funny. Okay, all right, good. good, It's just, like, lighthearted and funny. Okay. Yeah, you got to watch it. It's fucking hilarious. I can do that. I can make that happen. Um, all right, do you want some animals? Sure. Uh, the first one is just type in sea slug because there's lots of really cool sea slugs. I know we talked about the one that looks like a sea bunny before. Um, but if you just type in sea slug, there are tons oh. of photos of like colorful sea slugs and they they're really like, fucking cool. Some of them look like seahorses. Yeah, they're neat. They're really cool. Look at this one. Well, I saw it just before your phone shit the bed. Yep. Um, but I'm looking at that same one. The blue so one? It's the blue one. Yeah, it's very pretty. Oh my god, it's so pretty. Um, so yeah, sea slugs. Sea slugs are a thing and they're cute as fuck. Oh my gosh, the blue glaucus? G-L-A-U-C-U-S? Oh yeah, with the crazy like with fins. the crazy hands, yeah. Yeah, yes. So. That one's just- pretty sweet. Like you could spend hours just scrolling through pictures of sea slugs because they're just so Oh, and there's so many different kinds. And like you, it seems like that it would look gross, but they don't look gross. They look no. Clean. I'm sure some of them probably don't look great, but like these ones, when you type in the pictures, they're like beautifully colored and like vibrant and just fun to look at. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like it. So there's also a whole like. Uh, let me just let me explain why I started looking at sea slugs. Someone did a whole Tumblr account to compare pictures of sea slugs to David Bowie and his outfits, <laughs> um, which is very random. But like, they on David point had, a, had an outfit like this. Yeah. Oh, like <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna send this to you on Facebook since your phone died, um, just so that you can see what I'm talking about. Like they're not joking. Like many of his outfits match these sea slugs, and you're like David Bowie. I love you. What were you doing? Oh my god, I'm um, excited. Did the slugs copy him? Did he copy them? Like, what? what is happening? We need to know. Um, and we never will. So, um, sea slugs, everyone. Please, Only please check the them sea out. slugs know. Only the sea slugs know. But as soon as you see this, you're going to be like, what the fuck? It's very funny. Uh, oh, just got it. Oh my god. See? I wasn't kidding. Oh my god. <laughs> Holy shit. It's adorable and I love it. 
wow. Isn't that great? Yeah, I wonder if he, like, did he, like, base his outfits off of, like, sea creatures? I I don't know, but, like, I just thought it was pretty great. Um, that is super great. Okay. The other one is uh the uh bee hummingbird. I love hummingbirds. Mm-hmm. Well, these ones are the tiniest bird. Oh my god, they're s- it's about to be so cute. Um, they are the smallest bird in the world, and it weighs a mere one fifteenth of an ounce, so it weighs less than a dime. Oh my god! It so builds cute. nests the size of a quarter. It hunts mosquitoes, and their eggs are the size of coffee beans. Oh my god, they're, I love it. That's, this is my favorite. I've been doing hummingbirds, uh, and some are, obviously they're not this tiny, but some are so tiny. So tiny. I don't know if they're babies or what. I had one today that was mad because I didn't change the sugar, so I have to go change the water. Oh yeah, they do get pissed at that. (laughs) Yeah. Um. But anyway, they're so tiny that they actually don't compete with other birds for food or, like, resources. They compete with insects. With bugs, yeah. That makes yep. sense. So, they oh and they're God. also very, very pretty. They're so cute. So, um, the bee hummingbird. I just thought you'd like that one a whole lot. I do. Um, and then there is another one that I just thought was kind of funny when I was, like, looking up animals. Um, this is I don't know if I'm going to be able to say this. Um it is a marsupial in Australia and it's called an ant antechinus antechinus A N T E C H I N U S um and literally it has marathon sex until it goes blind and drops dead. Oh my god! What? Um, they sprint around mating. The males will sprint around mating. They just look like mice with like longer yep. noses. Yep. Oh, actually, all of them will sprint around mating almost nonstop for an exhausting three weeks, with single romps lasting as long as fourteen straight hours. So these little fuckers can fuck for fourteen hours straight. Oh my with god! One person. Like with well, not a person, but with one with one, one other. Sorry, I was like thinking my brain went to people, but like they fuck for fourteen hours straight with one other little mouse. This this mouse can fuck a person for fourteen yeah, yeah. hours. Straight. Yeah. Uh, oh so, my god, buddy! That's yeah. like the doctors say that you should like not experience that for over four hours. Yeah. They there's no courtship or anything. They just grab the females and go at it. Wow. Um, so it's not like other animals where they put on like elaborate shows and they pick their mates. Like these guys just have massive orgies in the woods. Um, and uh, <laughs> yeah. So what happens is they have crazy levels of cortisol and the male's bodies literally just start to fall apart. Their bone density plummets and blood sugar goes nuts. Their immune systems are pretty much worthless at that point. They get open sores that never heal. Um, and the females are really stressed too, but not as much as the males. Um, so eventually they fuck until they die. Males that... only live to be 12 months old. Like that's the oldest, like not a single one actually gets that old, but females can live to three years. I am just, uh, okay. My, 
I love that hummingbird the most, but I have the most respect for this one. There's a video of it I'm going to play. Hold on. Oh, well, that's that's a YouTube ad. Sorry. Um, nope, nope. That's David Attenborough. I don't want to hear that. I just wanted to hear if they had like weird mating noises because I think yes, it's hilarious. Like turtles. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I love turtles mating noises. They're so funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to Google and see if they have mating noises. Terry, feel free to cut all this out. I just, uh, I'm just curious. It's probably just high pitched squeaking. I don't know why I care. Nope. They literally, when you Google them, it comes up the suicidal mating routine. Like, holy shit. They're somewhat, one of the other articles called them sexual kamikazes. Like, this oh is my fucked God. Up. <laughs> like, it's really <laughs> fucked up. That's a great band yeah. name. Oh, yeah, Dibs. So, what? No, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Can you God. imagine that being a name of a band it's on Parks so and Rec? Yeah. I can just imagine Andy co- called it. It's mine. Amazing. So, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. name called that, it. <laughs> so, it's cute, but it fucks itself to death. And I just thought that was worth noting. Fucks itself to so. death. Wow. Metal. Metal ass. Yeah, that's that's metal as fuck. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah. That's, that's it. I feel like I had a correction, and I don't know. I really don't know what it was, but I feel like there was a correction. Do you well, have anything else? Mm, no. Okay. All right. Well, check us out at chardonnayindna.com. Uh, we are also on Facebook at Chardonnay and Sign DNA, Instagram at Chardonnay and DNA, and the Twitter that we never use at ChardonnayDNA.com, <laughs> not .com, just Chardonnay and DNA, fuck that, sorry, I hate Twitter. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> buy t-shirts, we have t-shirts, please buy a t-shirt. Um, I have lots of them and I would like to not have lots of them in my house right now. Yes, please buy them, please. Please buy them. Um, would you... Yeah, enjoy. They're really cool. They're really nice t-shirts. Um, yeah. Okay. Anything else? Uh, nope. All right. That well, this is Chardonnay and DNA, and that's Becky. And that is Rachel. Okay, bye. Bye.